Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. going on everybody welcome back to the real down i am your host and back this week jimmy skinner with me and slowly but surely taking over wrong side slowly but surely taking over <laughs> everything is mr garrett johnson what's up buddy what's good glad to have you back with me this week yeah man i didn't get a chance to listen to it how was it it was really good yeah did I, you enjoy I it? it was yeah uh those two were good to talk with and got some good uh some good details on there. It was a little who was it, it was Russ and uh, oh, I can't remember what his name was. Can't remember. Uh, I want to say Chad. Yeah, yeah, Chad. That was it. Uh, not Hoover for anybody that was wondering. Uh, no, I'll have to go back and check it. Russ has been on a reign of terror, and that tournament was pretty nasty with all the hundred inch limits that were caught. That was yeah. That lake was on fire. Yeah, it was interesting to hear about how uh, Hobie turned a two-day into a one-day. So it was a big a shootout. So everybody just went all in on that one day. So, I mean, honestly, that's probably like a nice little like break. It's like, oh, yeah, F it. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Like, everybody just kind of had a chance to relax for a second on that Saturday with, with being off and all that. Yeah. And you know, it's not quite midway into the season yet, but a lot of these guys have been traveling nonstop since January. So it probably was a nice little like chill moment. That's what, uh, that's what Russ was saying. It's like, I mean, last time that we had him on before that, he said he had only been home 18 hours or something like that since like Christmas or something. Yeah. Like insane. I, I like traveling and I don't think I'd want to do that. Yeah. I mean that's Living pretty out of a bag for a while. Right? It gets old. But uh 
no, I'm sure it was a good show. Good, good guests and great host. That's about the only good thing you'll get out of me. So take it, hold it. I'll take it. (laughs) No, man. uh, Yeah, you y'all didn't have a tournament last weekend, did you? Did y'all do any fishing? Uh, I did. I went and fished. Oh, one of um, my wife's cousins was in town and he's like 13 or 14. It's all about fishing right now and trying to learn. So I took him out on Saturday to one of the little local lake pay lakes and we caught shoot, like 30 or 40 little fish, but it was still fun. He was, he was happy about it. Oh yeah, dude, I bet. Uh, I'm trying to remember if I went fishing or not. I don't think I did. I can't remember. I thought you might have went. We're going to try to go to Dale Hall. Oh, yeah. No, I did. Trey. <laughs> Trey's going to listen to this and be like, Jimmy. Jimmy, what, come on. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> this show is literally about Dale Hollow this time, and I forgot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I went uh one of our listeners and uh, teammates and good buddy, Trey Johnson. Uh, we took his boat up to Dale Hollow, and he showed me. I. I get so stuck on staying at the marina at Eastport because it's just convenient and it's nice and quiet that I never explore when we're up there for the trip that's coming up. There's a lot of lake up there. A lot. And I spent two and a half hours and put like 60 something pins on the lake just for like places to launch and well, and places to check for launch. And, uh, he took us up to a cool little area, mid lake, um, wasn't supposed to rain at all. Rained all freaking day and nonstop. It it Cold rain too. It, it wasn't like sucked. A... Oh, dude, I got chilled in the first hour, and we stayed out there for like eight and a half hours, and we just sucked it up. That's what but, uh like this this kid I took. He it started raining on him, and he was so like determined that he was like soaking wet and like shivering almost. But he was like, "I want to stay out here." I was like, "All right." <laughs> Man, look. <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, like, I made, I was like, your ring, you're holding up. He's like, yeah, it's like, my mine's holding up. Like, we're gonna keep fishing. So, uh, we ran a bunch of pockets and secondary points and figured out a little something. We were, I mean, it's like not a secret. You can say it anywhere. They were like hard up on uh, wood cover. Mm-hmm. It was like a specific type of wood cover. Yeah. Um, but I was, he was catching them cranking and i was catching them dragging jigs which was nice because it's kind of what i wanted to do nice. wasn't a wasn't a glorious day every i swear to god we it felt like we caught the same fish like however five times because every one of the fish looked exactly the same and they were all caught somewhere else How did but, they, as far as uh part of like stage of the spawn that they were in they're about midway back in the pockets um we didn't so catch there's definitely still pre-spawn you could watch them swimming around on live scope out yeah. out on your primaries or out off of your secondaries. Um now the rest of the lake was on fire according to like if you read the Del Hollow fishing page. Yeah. A lot of folks tearing them up. And we have an expert that we're gonna bring on here in just a second that can tell tell us how good the bite is. Um but uh just the area we were in, you know, I don't know. It didn't have a lot of what I was wanting to check out, but he was just showing me it's good. Now do I think it is going to be a hot area in two weeks when it's 80 degrees? Yes, absolutely. Maybe. We'll get absolutely. one of these freaking cold fronts every week. Yeah, it'll, it'll snow getting... between now and then. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Don't jinx but, it now. Uh, if the weather holds out where he took me, I'm going to go back to most likely. Uh, I'm going to go explore a lot of the Kentucky side while we're there for the paddle and fin trip. Yeah. Um, just because I never have. And I know Brad Hicks, uh, they used to come down every year and only stay on that side. And they always have good trips up there. So I want to go check it out. Yeah, uh, man, I haven't seen that side. There. So um, that's my, my goal this time is to not get sucked into the awesome just hospitality at Eastport and actually like go somewhere and like yeah. look. But uh no, it was fun, fun fishing trip. The first time I've been back to Dohalo since last year. And now I can't wait to go back. Like I knew I should have took the kayak and camped and stayed. Cause of course Sunday it was beautiful. Oh I know. But whatever out there. But yeah, so what we're talking about though for everybody listening and uh I'm sure most of y'all that's listening have listened to us long enough to know that every year we, we get together with the folks from Eastport Marina and we do a, uh, we call it the Del Hollow Open. It's a, a tournament that we put on, open to anybody. Uh, this is the, I think this is the third year, maybe the fourth year, I can't remember. But uh, it's always a good time. They uh, they host yeah. us up and take care of everybody and uh, we do it alongside your club, CTKA. And it's always a really good time. I hear your dog barking back there. <laughs> yeah, I was but, trying uh, to mute myself. <laughs> no, you're good. But yeah, it's coming up on uh, the 22nd and 23rd. I just I'm I'm looking at that other tournament that's the 28th and 29th, so it threw me off. But no, it's uh, April 22nd and 23rd. And uh, what we wanted to do tonight is we've got uh, Mr. Richard on himself from Eastport. We'll go ahead and bring him on. What's going on, Richard? How you doing, man? Uh-oh, I think you're muted. There, you there we go. Yeah, there uh, you are. So, hey, nice to see you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you too, man. Glad to have so, you uh, on. How's, uh, how's life at the marina going? Well, we're starting to get busy. So, and yeah, when we're good. not busy, we're trying to get ready for when we're going to get busy. There you go. So, y'all y'all just opened the marina back up uh, this month, right? No, actually, we opened the second week in March. Oh, oh nice, March. nice. So getting busy, um, tell, tell everybody that doesn't know just a little bit about what that means for y'all. What, what does the marina offer to the general public? Well, we've got a, um, a ship store. We have a restaurant. We, we have about 100 slips. We rent houseboats. We've got seven houseboats that we rent. We have 13 small rental boats, um, anything from uh, pontoons to bass boats to john boats. And then there's about uh, 15 cabins. And then we have a wedding venue as well, or an event venue. Yeah, very our 100-acre nice. farm about a mile from the marina. And if, if uh, anybody's wondering what that looks like, you can check it out on their website, or you can go uh, look at last year's pictures uh, on Paddle and Fin Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, that's where we did the tournament you know, venue, and it's so nice check in it there. Deal. It is yes. so it's a barn with a shiny floor and a chandelier. Hey, that's a little, you can't say it any better than that. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'd say that made it better than that is it had a shiny, the shiny floor, chandelier, food, and a cold keg of beer. So yeah, oh, you do. it it was last time. So yeah. I know everybody's looking forward to that. But uh, like a park out there. Oh, it really is. Yeah. 
and it's 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 in a really cool area of the uh the property so it's you know you can have your loud and music and all your fun inside and then you can step outside and it's just dead freaking quiet and uh well till we're there because then it's just loud and obnoxious we weren't too bad last year we had the cabins last year we were pretty good the year at the houseboats we were rowdy (laughs) well you were rowdy at the cabins people just weren't around you so that's true it didn't matter that's true was i think yeah is that what happened you got uh you got banished from the houseboats and had to (laughs) probably move move to the cabins Away from that would have been that would have been one hundred percent Brian and JP's fault, not me. I was just filming. So. They were the instigators or the party stimulators, anyway. Definitely, that sums up JP one hundred percent. Yeah, but no. Um, so, for anybody that doesn't know you, and like I said, a lot of our listeners, I mean, we have new listeners all the time, so it'd be a great time for you to to you know introduce yourself and tell everybody how you got into the marina game and. How you got in with us, if you remember that? Um, well, I don't know if that I did. Well, for me, the marina business, um, you know, I've owned a boat for many, many years. Um, in fact, my wife talks about that. If she would have known how much family time a boat meant, she would have bought one a lot sooner and a lot bigger. Mm. So, I mean, it's just great family time. So, um, in 2007, um, I... I mean, you know what companies were doing. It was all about stock price, not about doing the right thing and running a business like a business should be run. And the company I was working for, I knew, I just knew it couldn't last. So stock options were at an all-time high, and I wanted to quit the world, sell everything, buy a boat, and head to the Bahamas and beyond. And Wendy said no. <laughs> like like most wives would probably say <laughs> yeah. no. She said, we can't do that. I said, yeah, we can I've been reading about it on the internet. It's, we can do it. She goes, we have kids. I said, that's okay. One's going to college, one's in high school, and he won't mind a bit if you homeschool him. Now, I couldn't do it, but she could. I'm not, she's much smarter than me. So (laughs) she said, no, no, we can't do it. I said, well, then I might buy a marina. And she was very, very, very supportive Hmm. until I made an offer. And then she was like, what are you doing? You know, and crying, upset. Well, it worked out really well. Um, we bought the marina in late 2007. 2008, the economy crashed. My stock options went from $46 a share or something like that down to 53 cents. Um, it, it's rebounded to about $7 if you account for all the buybacks and stuff like that so so it was a good move on my part the marina did better than the previous owner and um and he had a good economy so we made it through that little 2007 2008 problem and um, we've just grown from there um so i mean that's how i got in the marina business wendy followed me out here about seven years later um, that's when Nathan graduated from high school. I guess one of them got married and one graduated from college. Yeah. And so there was no reason for her to live in by herself in Nashville. So she came out here full time. Now, now I spent a lot of time in Nashville as well, but, um, the first couple of years, my brother was out here helping me. And, um, anyway, so it all worked out for the best. And 
we just keep buying little pieces of this place out here and it's yeah it's just worked out yeah that's awesome yeah richard's putting together his own like fortress of land he's just (laughs) he's gonna own both sides of the east and the west fork and it's just all gonna be his no (laughs) when he says i'm done buying stuff so you know we're supposed to be cutting back not not making it harder but sometimes if, if you get it Get a good deal. You have just got. I mean, they said no, no. We're buying more. <laughs> hey, if we get I a good one hundred percent of buying the and, you know buying and selling stuff either. Yeah. You know. No, I feel that. I mean, you've you've talked to us a little bit about some of the the deals you've ran across, and I know I wouldn't have hesitated a single second at any yeah. of those that you told us about. Like I would have been I, like sell. <laughs> <laughs> you were, would think that um, those deals aren't available anymore. But. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, Log on, and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping when you're ready for your next system log on to midwayusa.com you know they they do happen still they might be rare and yeah but they they still happen just gotta know the right people be in the right place at the right time you gotta have money at the same time there's a deal out there see that's the thing that i don't have (laughs) i have the deals and none of the capital so i had just sold something and then the deal came across i was like this makes sense. I don't have to wait for approval or nothing. I just got to move the money. The, so the thing I've learned to do is I surround myself with wealthy people. So I live vicariously through all of my friends. Like like Garrett. Garrett blows all his money on fishing. So I hang out with Garrett. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of somebody else that blows a lot of money, we have the OG, Brian Schiller. Hey, what's going on? Hey. He looks like he's still working. I, if I was the betting man, he's working right now. Yeah. Doing That's your job for you, man. You doing what? I'm doing your job for you. Oh, are you? Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Just wait. I don't Let's even see. know what job you're doing for me, so that's a huge help because I've obviously <laughs> forgotten something. <laughs> well, what's up, B? How you doing, man? Not too bad, man. Sorry I'm a little late. Uh, wife, Wife's birthday today, so I had to, uh, you know, go out and have a little dinner you know yeah that was you, a uh, long birthday dinner well you know got to get her was it a dinner all that stuff oh yeah <laughs> well you tell her that uh i'm gonna bring her her birthday gift personally from from me to her gift wrapped <laughs> i will uh i will relay that message my friend 
<laughs> Hopefully it's received well. Oh, it will be. Well, I hope so. Well, uh, so yeah, Brian, we were talking about uh, the marina and Richard uh, getting, you know, told no on the Bahamas. But I guess the marina was a good thing because if it hadn't happened, I mean, we wouldn't even be here talking about this. Yeah, Yeah. Wendy was like, well, what are we going to do when we run out of money? And I said, we'll get jobs again. So I guess about now I would be very poor and start over. So it was probably a good choice. Yeah. I agree. So do you do you remember how you met any of the Paddle and Finn folks? Do you remember the origins of that? Because I sure don't. I'm sure Brian does, but I don't I don't know who made the first call. It was uh Mr. Milford. I believe. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because he uh he did a podcast with uh JL Folks and JL had oh, been yeah. down at the marina and then uh uh, Ryan had brought that up in conversation, and then I think he reached out, and then uh, me and Richard talked slightly after that or something. But oh, yeah. Milfy, That's yeah, awesome. JL came and did something for us. Um, I think I think at the time he was on the Vibe Kayak team. Oh, that's it. Yeah. And he came down and did some media stuff or something like that. Right. Right. So what happened was is um we were selling vibe kayaks yeah and we um heard about him he was not only a country singer or singer in nashville but also uh did some things with vibe and he had some pretty cool videos so i think we contacted him and had him come out and we traded him some stuff he he came out and um made a video for us and we put him in a cabin and hooked him up pretty good and um yeah so then you guys found out about us through through those videos i think yeah yeah well look at look at milford actually doing something productive man i'm proud of him <laughs> yeah. and how did he return the favor he got crazy with a old bottle of honey yeah oh uh, god <laughs> I think he's coming back and hanging out with us. I don't know. Brian, have you talked to him? Uh, He said he was fishing the event, and I believe it was on the OG show. He claimed uh, everybody might as well not show up because he's going to win. Oh, God. So I told him, you know, because he made that statement, he better be showing up and fishing the event. Well, he'll have an excuse. Well, I'm sure he did. He did break his leg or something, didn't he? That's no excuse. That's not did he really? Yeah, he did yeah. break his uh his leg. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> what sucks? Yeah. yeah. He's got well, like you... a uh, cast going almost all the way up to his knee. I think. Oh damn! Yeah, that's a big cast. That's what you get for trying to walk and chew bubble gum, right? <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's let's. I'm trying to see. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about how it went last year and. We have. No, let's uh, not bring that up. Oh, it's a sore subject. You know what? We're gonna bring it up anyway. So last year the <laughs> tournament was a two-day event. It was uh, held with the Central Tennessee Kayak Anglers yet again, and we had a bunch of folks come down. Had a great time. And day one, Garrett absolutely wrecked him. Came in on top, 
broken Hobie yeah. drive parts hanging out of his kayak. He left it all on the water. We, we, or I, me and Susie pit stop fixed his kayak about side of the barn. Then you're driving to like blowing up like two, the not no it worked the next day but it blew up after that yeah it was like a week later it just it, the all of the cables in it just went <laughs> <laughs> it was like I've had enough of this <laughs> so for, so for everybody that talks shit on the Hobie Pro Angler 360s and like the problems they had they did have some problems but Garrett has one of the like original originals yeah and did up until like I don't know a month ago. Uh, like a couple weeks ago, yeah, yeah. So he can attest to that boat can take it. You just oh, gotta yeah. keep a couple spare parts with you. <laughs> you gotta be uh, ready. To like this dude, it. this dude's keeping the steering belts, like vacuum cleaner belts back in the day. Like this <laughs> dude is always. He's like, hey, broke a belt again. It's cool. I changed it. Yeah. <laughs> keep them things on me. Well, uh, but Garrett, just for a refresher, so how'd day two go? I blanked on day two. <laughs> yeah, you were it's leading after day one, right? Oh, yeah. yeah he was yeah. crushing on day one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I should have went somewhere else. Like, I knew I couldn't really replicate what I was doing in the same area because I was kind of hitting resident fish. Um, I should have just fished a totally new area. Didn't I got stubborn. I was like, oh, there's good fish there. I know I'll find them. And I never found them. <laughs> oh, so as somebody that fishes with you a lot lately, you have a lot of that. Like I do. my man gets Devin determined on like where he's at. Like this is what's going to happen. Even yeah. though I know I shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, I don't listen to my instincts sometimes. I don't know why. <laughs> Dude, he's not kidding, Brian. Like, Basically, the whole time at Gunnersville, he's like, "We, yeah, I should. We should go do this. Something else. We should just do this. We should do that." Did we? No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Like, <laughs> Did not do that Typ- at all. Typical fisherman, man. You, you know, you have to change it up, but you never do, anyways. You know. Yeah, basically, I'm an insane person, right? So, uh, well, since you fished the event last year, and. Uh, I think shit. I don't think me and Brian really. Well, no, me and Brian had to get up early to do board checks. Mm-hmm. I remember that. So we didn't get to fish the event. We went and did board checks like four o'clock in the freaking morning. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think we got back to the house by like six o'clock, and everybody was already like back asleep, passed out across couches and <laughs> just yeah. fucking everything. Um, but as somebody who got to fish the event what was one of your favorite things about that event and like how paddle and fin said it? Cause that was before you were part of paddle and fin. So now yeah. if it sucks, we're blaming it on you. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite thing was actually at the check-in and being around everybody and getting to hang out with everybody at the check-in area at the yeah, barn man. there. Uh, I think that was awesome. How the dinner and everything was set up and uh, music and all that. I really enjoyed it. You know, some some people swear by the thing that makes some of the the Hobie tournaments the best, and everything's the food. So, I mean, we yeah. have that too. So, food, pizza, mm. whatever it is. <laughs> but uh, uh, the beer yeah, was nice. I, I really enjoyed that, and then <laughs> I got to stay with. I think I stayed with Trey and Riser for that tournament. Uh, that was cool too. Getting to hang that, out. That's with like them. the first time I've ever seen Riser struggle on that lake. Yeah, yeah, he had a hard time. Uh, I think oh, like had... 
he had one fish on day two because uh, the story got brought up the other day and they were talking about uh, it was Trey. Trey was like, I walked in riser and these guys are at a table and he said, how'd you do? And Trey said, caught one. He said, well, this is the one fish table. Come sit down. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> like, wow. But a riser yeah. won. I know he won the first he one won and the, the year second before. One. Yeah. 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 So the, the first year when we did the little weigh in at the restaurant, riser won that one. Had like he a spent five. a lot of time here too. Oh yeah. And he guides out there. Yeah. So if you're uh, I'll go ahead and give him that plug. If you're looking to figure out that lake, hit up Adam Riser, sign up, pay for you a yeah. good guide trip, pay for it an electronics stuff. trip. Um, everybody I know that says that they let him mess with their electronics says that their electronics always work better after he's messed with them. He's a hummingbird man. So if you're like me, you like hummingbird, but you suck with them. Uh, <laughs> give Riser a call. Tell him you, tell him Paddle and Finn sent you. Um, <laughs> And then he won the second year, uh, won a kayak. Or did he win that year or did he get second yeah. that year? Yeah, no, he won, and then uh, Illinois guy took second. Southern Illinois guy took second. That's right, that's right. And, and they then swapped they kayaks. Swapped, swapped kayaks, yeah, because Riser mm-hmm. wanted the F-10, and the other guy wanted the F-12. Yeah, that was a fun trip. Um, So think before we get into the details of the event something to touch on um so we've done the event basically like every week in april except the weekend that we're doing it this year and we've had all types of like we've had cold and rain and low water high fast water well i say fast high water um we had it flooded up in the trees one year and had a nice little spawning bite um you know we've had it be just down in the dumps and completely suck um, after being there this weekend, I think that we're going to hit it right on the head as long as there's no random cold fronts. Um, what do you think, Richard? Five today, be 80 tomorrow. So this warm weather has come a lot sooner than yeah. it has in years past. So, um, thank God. Yeah. I'm going to look at yeah. the 10 day weather outlook right now. Yeah. The, yeah, the lake's I, a little low. But I think I had a, I think I had a Facebook memory. We were there. Uh, exactly a year ago, uh, like two days ago or something like that for last year. Okay. Yeah, so, we need a little bit more water, but I wouldn't call it low. Yeah, no, and you know, all I mean by low, like you you can see up on the bank a little bit. It's nothing like, yeah. uh, if you've ever been there in the winter and you're like looking yeah. up. Yeah. It's not like <laughs> Yeah, looking it's, up. It's a couple of feet fishing. down at, at most. We still, we still need another three feet or so. Yeah. But the but, ramp's not steep where you... You know, good slot. Oh yeah, no. Nope. Lost Richard. I'm, just, for a I'm looking at the 10 day weather outlook, yeah, and it it's supposed to be in the 70s basically every day up until the tournament. Perfect. It stays that way. Heck yeah. Uh, well, uh, overnight tents are going to stay in the 40s, but at least it's stable for a while. Right. Well, um, Brian, since you're here now, and you're. Uh, HMFC for this uh, collaboration of us hosts coming down and wrecking Dalhalla's reputation with a kayak fishing event. <laughs> Why don't you uh, talk about the tournament a little bit? What what all we got this year? So uh, most of our listeners, like I said, you probably came to fish these events, heard the recap, saw what all you missed out on. Uh, what do we have the same this year? What do we have different? What are we looking forward to this year? What do we got? Uh, yeah. So two day event, Saturday, Sunday, hundred dollar entry fee. 
um, uh, no tourney X or PayPal fees are taken out of the prize pool. So it's uh, 100% plus payback as we always pay out a little extra. Um, with that as well, um, this doesn't come out of the prize pool. This is uh, paid for by Paddle and Finn, but every angler that registers this year will get free dinner on Saturday night. Um, so get signed up so that way uh, my man Richard doesn't pull all of his hair out and he knows how many people to plan for. And uh, so, and then, um, you know, obviously with with travel and things like that, uh, Richard in Eastport has always done uh, some pretty incredible deals on uh, lodging. So this year, Richard offered up camping for free up by the barn. Uh, still got the uh, houseboat rooms. I'm not sure if there's any cabins left because I know there was like a couple of weeks ago, but I'm sure those are probably gone by now. And then um, we got uh, door prizes for everybody that shows up. Nobody goes home empty handed. Um, instead of the big checks this year, um, we went with the engraved metal medallions. Um, that like all the kayak clubs are uh, given out. So we got those for first through 10th place plus big bass each day. So there's 12 medallions up for grabs. Um, what am I missing? Uh, tight line anchors. Uh, Thomas is coming up. He'll have some demo anchors on site. Um, so if somebody wants to demo a tight line anchor, they can do so. And then they'll have a couple there for sale as well. Uh, Richard has always got deals on kayak accessories and kayaks and things like that. I know we talked about that on a previous podcast. He's got some pretty stellar deals that he can't advertise out there, but trust me, it's going to be worth it. I'm sure Richard can touch on that a little bit if he, depending on what he's got left in stock. Um, but, uh, you know, it's always a good time. Like we talked about, or Garrett talked about, you know, it's like it, there is that competitive aspect, but this is just a nice fun get together. And it's, uh, you know, everybody that shows up to the event, good people. Um, it's always nice to see everybody every year. We always see new faces and things like that, uh, coming over. So super cool. And, uh, one thing we did this year is, um, the gal that won the noobs championship last year, um, she got free entry into this event so she's coming down from uh uh new hampshire i think it is or something like that that's who i'm putting my money on and uh so with that being said uh tightline anchors is donating an anchor to um the furthest traveled angler that shows up to the event they're going to get a free k5 anchor so they threw that out there and then obviously we got um you know stuff coming in from uh pelican dark horse tackle nico baits dubro fishing um who else am i missing i'm waiting for the scroll on the bottom because i put them all in there (laughs) uh nico baits pelican dark horse eastport um rocktown adventures um and there's probably a couple other ones in there that i'm missing um, but there's, uh, there'll be, you know, prizes at the end, uh, given out plus, uh, some door, door bags of, uh, some goodies as well going out. So, heck yeah. And, 
I mean, we had, I think, though, and not not saying that this is happening again, but you never know what Richard's got up his sleeve because uh, last year he made somebody that had a terrible <clears throat> fishing, you know, event day, and he gave away a motor to the guy that what he blanked, right? Yeah, yeah he's got both days. There was two guys that blanked both days, and they yeah. uh, picked the numbers, or I can't remember how the how it was. I think it was a high high low number or something. Well, first I asked um, who did catch a fish, and nobody raised their hand. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> wants to admit it. I said, yeah. I said, no, no, this this will be worth it. You guys should uh, raise your hand if you didn't catch a fish. So two of them did, and I so being there was two. I said, I pick a number between one and ten. The guy who picked seven won, and um, Kenneth, I, I, he's I one got of the guys you know, that, that fishes with thousand dollar motor. Yeah. So yeah. didn't realize at the time that that was a better prize. Then coming in sec- second place, so um, yeah, the whole place yeah, went crazy. Bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I like it when people stay to the end and support everybody. You know, exactly. Rolling running off, but yeah, yeah. So, but you know, one of the things I said I'd do this year is any state that brings more than five anglers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there's a hundred dollars for the biggest fish for. Um, whoever's from that state. So, you know, if you, West Virginia's got at least five. Yep. Tennessee nice. will have five. Yeah. So, I mean, I they can Ohio, Ohio will have five. I'm not sure about Indiana yet. But, yeah, there's going to be a few states involved in that mix. I'm going to have to claim that I'm from Tennessee. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com <laughs> I mean, I'm in Tennessee more than I'm in Alabama nowadays. It's basically true. Hey, what's, that, what's that registration say? Alabama on it? Yeah. I'll change that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you no, have it's, a non-resident license? Garrett, stop hitting people with stuff that's <laughs> factual, okay? No one's asking for that. Jesus. 
No, it's a good time. Boys up here. That's what that's what you need to do. Dude, I can't get them to come to the lake halfway down the state. They're not coming to another state. I ain't trying <laughs> to call my Alabama guys out, but this is the freaking truth. Like I was like, I was telling them, I was like, I can get y'all places to stay. Like, yeah, all you get, you can ride with me. Like it's that simple. But nobody's coming. Like, there, there's always the teepee. It's free. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about the teepee. Richard that's where Milford's that. staying. Just bring a cot. Milford, if you listen to this, that's where you're staying. You're not staying anywhere near the rest of us. I actually oh. have a. Um, they're going to put up a, like a cowboy tent too. Oh, There'll be cowboys and Indians down there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Heck yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> well, uh, who all uh, we, we talked about the you know prize detail prizes. It's going to be done big. Paddle and Finn does it right. We'll be live streaming. Uh, are we going to do daily updates, midday updates yep. like normal? Yep, 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 yep. We'll do maybe, uh, maybe some on the water coverage. Um, because like I said, my plan was to get away from the marina for exploring and i know some of the areas a lot of people like to fish so if i end up over there maybe you got good signal and yeah maybe we can get some on the water footage of some guys um, well the food's good i mean i'm having uh specials on food more than just uh saturday night you know yeah saturday right. nights it's free to everybody but we'll have special pricing for breakfast lunch and dinner and um, Sam's actually committed to getting up early and doing the whole uh, biscuits and gravy thing. Oh, I about that. Didn't you guys Sam. have like packed lunches that you could buy? Last yeah, year? box lunches. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to sign up was, ahead of time, but that was the box so lunches. <laughs> I bought lunch. one of those and like d- destroyed that on the water the next day, <laughs> dude. And there's so much food in there, yeah. yeah. It just kept yeah. coming out. I was like, oh man, yeah, there's so much in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I forget what it was, but it was it was dirt cheap, but it was nice because I know I I got box lunch two days, I think. Yeah. And just just running around between boat ramps, I think, is when I scarfed mine down, you know, while I was on well, the road. And it was, it, it's like a drink, a sandwich, chips, a cookie, and a piece of fruit or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it it's better than the box lunches they gave you back in school. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. But, and well, it wasn't uh, peanut butter and jelly. I mean, it was like turkey meat, and meat. ham, and yeah. she laid yeah. it on there, man. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I'm stuff. excited about breakfast now. Yeah, which I don't Biscuits know. Like, it sounds like she... from the group chat, like all of us are on a freaking diet. So she, she well, yeah, there goes I'll, that. That's out the one, window. So, yeah. I'll, we talked about we we had like a chicken and biscuit with gravy um, a breakfast. You know, all it is is biscuits and gravy, but add the chicken on there too, and that was that was really good. So she talked about maybe doing that. Oh, talk to me. Do, Throw me some is there, on top of where's it. the closest EMS? Because I have a feeling I'm going to have a heart attack next weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. We so, got uh, one of those defibrillator things now, so you'll be all perfect. Right. Yeah, perfect. We're good. We're you're good. gonna you're gonna shock him. He's just gonna like come to just in time to put another bite. In his Give mouth. me another bite. Give me another <laughs> bite. Shock me again. <laughs> yeah. Turn it up. Hey, but it. you asked for the biscuit and biscuits and gravy. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, one of the best biscuits and gravy I've ever had was the one she cooked that one time. I think it was the first time we were down there. It was phenomenal. Because I think she made it for another party that was in another cabin, and there was a bunch left over. And you guys had offered up the leftovers to us, and they didn't last more than five minutes. I mean, it was good. Dude, the food down there is fantastic. Like, yeah, phenomenal. I can't think of anything I've had down there that I didn't like or haven't had twice. Best cheeseburger on the lake. Yeah, I was going to say the cheeseburgers are freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And we had the pizza last. Yeah, we did have pizza last yeah. year. Y'all yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Because yeah. I think you you went in and made like eight of them for us the one night. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I think that was Thursday night. He's like, "Yeah, I remember. Don't do that again." Yeah, I think you clo- <laughs> called at, like right after closing. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, everybody's gone, but I'll do it real quick." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our timing is impeccable. I remember but, the the first year we were down there, we did the same thing with beer. Yeah, Richard yeah, yeah. had to drive us down to the marina and unlock so we could buy out <laughs> his beer fridge. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, uh, what are what's everybody looking forward to? Because I mean, we've been talking about this in the group chat. Like, I'm so freaking ready to get down there. But like, what what are you looking forward to the most, Brian? Relaxing? Do you get to relax any? I don't relax when I'm there. You guys know I run around like an idiot. Um, but uh, no, I, it's it for me. It's always just seeing everybody, making sure everybody's having a great time. You know, it's uh, the one thing, and we've talked about this before. You know, it's uh, when we kind of came up with this whole event. Um, you know, a lot of us in paddle and fin have uh fish tournaments from the national level all the way down to the grassroots level and we tried to you know pick and choose things that we liked from all those different aspects and incorporate it into one event and uh you know that's that's the biggest thing for us is we want to make sure that everybody comes goes home smiling had one of the best times of their lives just you know fishing an event and you've seen that over the years, you know, um, like the first year John Rapp came down, you know, he went home, told all the guys in his club. And now you're seeing a huge influx of West Virginia guys showing up to this event. And same thing with Ohio guys and and so on and so forth down the line. So I mean, we had a big, big showing from Georgia. Yeah, Georgia, Ohio, Indiana, uh, Illinois. Uh, last year, I think we had a few guys from Wisconsin. Um, there That's was one from Texas, California. Yeah. yeah, Shane Lamont came out. Oh, yeah, um, I forgot about Shane. His wife, his wife beat him in yeah. the tournament. That oh, was her yes, first tournament you. she had fished. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I had to throw that out there. Yeah. <sighs> You know, that's it's never, never going to let that go, are we? No, no, never, never. I just wish never. that somebody had been there when, because they, we got back, he came in. I was like, how'd you do? He's like, no, I blanked. And then she's like, I caught one. And I was like, <laughs> did it measure? She's like, yeah, it was 16 inches. And when I turned and looked at Shane, he just said, shut up, Jimmy. <laughs> Before I could even say anything, but my God, we just, Oh, we belittled that poor man. I miss Shane. Shane's awesome. 
but but that's the thing right like we all go home with a ton of memories and stories and that's what it's all about and that's what i look forward to the most every year is just making more of those memories and stories that we can continue to share and encourage people i, I, to I was happy that the stories part. this this year were uh, or last year were you know mostly g-rated yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. why milfer wasn't there because <laughs> what because because Ryan wasn't, wasn't there. there. Well, he was actually. Yeah, he came. Yeah, back. he was there for a little bit. He, he, he little stopped bit. by to pick up a kayak and yep. went home. Yeah. No, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time. And anybody that's not signed up for it yet, I mean, I know there's. I don't want to say scheduling conflicts because we had our date out forever. Yeah. Um, it's just the there is a Tennessee Bass Nation event going on, and I mean. That's a Steve Owens ran thing, and his guys follow him. They'd follow him through the gates of hell, and yeah. I mean, I would. Steve's Steve's a great guy, but uh, maybe something in the works with all that. Um, I'm slowly chipping away at some details, right? But uh, for anybody that's available and free, um, you don't want to miss it. It's I don't care if it's a drive. I'm sure you're not driving as far as most of the folks that are already signed up. So yeah, the uh, lake's the turning lady on. From New Hampshire is driving. I uh, just looked it up a little bit ago. It's like 1,100 miles to the center of New Hampshire. Uh, yeah, yeah, and we got a guy coming down from uh, Northern Michigan. Zach uh, Zach Solaire's coming down from Northern Michigan, so I'm sure that's a hike for him. Yeah, I mean we've got a Canadian coming. I mean, he's yeah. coming via Alabama, so that doesn't count. But he's Canadian, right, right? Well, the other one may may come from Nova Scotia. So, oh, sweet, that's possible. That's still up in the air, though. So, you know, um, it's funny. People from Tennessee, they drive two hours to Dale Hollow Lake and complain. Yeah, um, <laughs> because because they pass so many lakes that sure. they could stop at. You know, I right. mean, they got so many lakes to choose from. And all of them are pretty good. So um, people from Michigan, I mean, they got mud puddles and cold water. So yeah. uh, and then and then oceans, yeah, many oceans. I mean, <laughs> so they'll drive twelve hours and won't complain a bit. No, I, I, you. I mean, and there's so many other things that they come down for. I mean, you've got the walleye fishing, and like I didn't know how seriously that was taken on Del Hollow Lake by out of town. Uh, Cause I, I remember joking, I saw somebody dropping in a deep V and I was like, that's how the Wisconsin folks are, go up there and troll for, uh, for Walters. And then that lady like popped over the gun and was like, that's where we're from. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you left perfectly good walleye waters and you're down here. And they're like, no, it's a destination trip, but it, it's a beautiful place. It like, even when we've been there and the weather sucked, it's still just like a very just, the fog yeah. sits low in the valleys and the water always is really like the water is always beautiful. And even when you have blown out situations, like you can find those like cool mud lines where that like green water meets the muddy. I don't know. It's just a really cool place. And uh, I mean, if you're not showing up, you know, I mean, you're missing out like all the giveaways are worth it. We have a saying in the North Alabama kayak anglers. I'm just here for the, for the raffles. Like yeah, right. The giveaways are worth it. If you, if you come in, pay your entry fee, do your best. You're going to go home with something. You're going to hang out with us. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have food. 
you know, meet your favorite host, Brian Schiller, uh, maybe the rest of us too. Um, <laughs> it's a freaking fun time. And I mean, you're awesome. we, like, we go every year because we always come back with all these stories, all these memories and none of it is nothing that not everybody else can be a part of. So right. come down, come, come party with us. If you want to go fishing with us and you're down there early, hit us up on Facebook. Especially if you're local and you know something about this lake, I am all ears. You just tell me to come with you and I will be there. Like, <laughs> I need all, all absolutely. <laughs> That's what I told Trey that, last weekend. That, I was like, I suck at Del Hollow. Help. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> tough because a lot of them say too bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go figure it out. Yeah. I got, I've, I've gotten lucky, Trey. Trey has had a lot of success on that lake. And then Adam Riser is a really good friend of mine. I hit him up a month ago and was like, I'm booking guide trips with you at all parts of the year through Del Hollow. And you're going to help me figure it out. And if I can't, I'm just going to quit because it's just, <laughs> if he hands you the key and you still can't unlock the door, you shouldn't be out there. That's you, yeah. But uh, that's no, man. I, all the fishing equipment. Yeah. And there's a lot well, back here for sale. There's one thing about Dale Hollow is that if you come here, it might ruin it for everywhere else. You know, you you um you won't want to go anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, maybe you fishing guys do, but <laughs> we get a lot of people <laughs> to come down here, and that's it. They're they don't want to go to Cumberland anymore. They don't want to go to Center Hill anymore. They want to come to Dale Hollow. So some of the other day was place. asking why I don't fish like Norris or any of those Eastern Tennessee reservoirs. I was like, well, I got to pass Del Hollow to get to those. And I'm not. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People look at us go, you get to live here. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, we do. So no, it, it's great. I, I, it's, you know, it's about three and a half hours for me, which I don't really consider that too far. Um, Maybe a little longer than a day trip most of the time, but it's still always on my radar. And I don't know. The trip that I had Saturday is the best trip I've ever had out there as far as like quality of fish. There were nothing crazy, but I don't know. Just finally putting some pieces of the puzzle together out there. So I definitely know it's going to be somewhere I spend a lot more time because there are there's kayak tournaments out there. The, the Tennessee Bass Nation's out there every December. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it shows out in the winter. The, most of the guys I know that are really good at that lake, uh, like Riser, Tom Kazmierski, those guys will tell you, if you're not fishing it when it's just miserable out there, you're not fishing yeah. it at the right time. And uh, <laughs> I don't agree with them because I was pretty miserable Saturday and it wasn't that good. So uh, <laughs> screw you guys, you're lying. But You know, my, my best day, and I, I'm not a big fisherman, you guys know that, but uh, my best day was uh in just uh let's see what is it probably january yeah it wasn't a real warm day but it wasn't too bad it wasn't too windy but it just rained so the water was kind of chocolate brown it wasn't wasn't too bad i wouldn't wouldn't call it muddy but it was staying pretty bad yeah and um you know i just got that uh live view or whatever so went around the corner to rock house and in the winter time that that cove is kind of blocked off with where the mud is kind of filled in the front of it. Yep. There's a little creek coming right through the middle of it because that creek still runs year round. And um, it went from about three inches of water down to 15 feet. 
And a live view, there's a huge school of fish. I mean, if you're new to live view, I mean, you want to know what a school of fish looks like. I mean, this is it. You could see them just moving. I sat there for about three hours. I must have caught 65 fish. God. All, yeah. all largemouth, but all about that big. Not bigger, not littler, just. Yeah. But, but to sit there. For, um, yeah. I mean, I had a blast. That's the most fish I caught in a day or in three hours. So, um, man, even Richard's yeah. got a live scope. I've got to get live scope. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> so, um, but we'll get people that will call and they'll say, Hey, it's the water buddy. And I'll say, Yeah. And they go, Oh, man, I wanted to fish. Next phone call is, Hey, it's the water buddy. I go, Yeah. And they go, I'll be right down. Yeah. So, I'll be there. <laughs> 10 minutes. Some, yeah. some people know how to fish it and some don't. You know, the walleye, when they run up the river in the springtime, are, yeah, if the water's clear, they ain't there. Yep. You know, if it's stained up a little bit, then you can catch it. Well, you can catch them at night in clear water, but in the daytime, it's got to be a little bit stained, or you're not going to catch them in the daytime. Yeah. Like like last year, um, we had some pretty clear water, and if it's sunny skies, they start oh, getting yeah. suspended offshore. Like, it's insane how, how far out they'll go, and you're like, well, and that, yeah, see, overcast I think that's something that we, we had yeah, Saturday, overcast. like we had the overcast, but I was noticing like the, the ridiculous water clarity that we yeah. had. And like, I prefer dirty water or dirtier water. It's got to have some color to it unless it's waters this deep. Like you get me in a Creek. I want it to be as crystal clear as possible. Sure. But trying to learn these Highland reservoirs and like reading the reports and there were guys talking about like some on the North end, like I've got 12 feet of visibility. I was like, well, we're not going up there because <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what the hell to do with that. Like, so, <laughs> so Brian, yes, sir. Show them that smallmouth that I caught the other day. Ooh. You got it on your phone. Yes. I, I'd bring it up, but I don't know how actually I'm not a good fisherman, but I get lucky once in a while. I actually may have that right here i've been hearing some pretty good reports from there though like you're saying they got 12 to 15 foot visibility from basically lily lilydale to the dam it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. That's insane. But like five to ten from there to eSport. I learned real quick not to go on the uh, Fish Del Hollow page after you've been out there because then you realize how bad of a day you had when everybody else was kicking ass. Yeah. I was sending Trey all the posts and he was like, yeah, no, 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 don't do that. Don't ever oh, and another it. thing about last year, I totally forgot about that Toyota series was going on. I don't think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Those guys were whacking them on A-rigs and swim baits, too. Yeah, little swim baits and live scope and you like got 30 it. foot of water. Yeah, see, Jimmy can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that. I tried. That's part of why I blanked on day twos, because I tried to do that, and it didn't happen. Hey, that's a good one. Now, I should have measured him. I didn't. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking because that's probably the biggest smallmouth I've caught. Man, he's pretty nice. We learned that really quick. 
that Richard that can get on Smalley's faster than the rest of us can. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's always he, got him dialed in. Two years ago, he drove, or maybe it was last year. I can't remember. No, it was two years ago because it wasn't Jason yeah. was with us. He uh he hooked a convoy of kayaks to his boat and drug everybody up the river. Me <laughs> and Brian said, the hell with waiting on them to get, because those guys, not, not Richard, those guys take a second to get organized. Me and him were like, screw it. We're just motoring up the river. They'll catch us eventually. So we get up there and we're kind of like picking around, catching a couple small fish here and there. Richard gets out there in the boat, drops trolling motor, and just starts whacking fish. Like, yeah, no, no, you're no, just no. Like, I, I didn't do well when I showed you that. Was that not? I, I remember you, you I doing it one time. Some of my spots, but um, who was it? It was uh, John, um, not rap. John, John Grace. Thomas? John yeah, Graves. John yeah, Graves. Yeah. Graves. He was killing it. Um, he was doing really well. And that yeah, was on Johnny, a Ned rig or something. Yeah, Johnny yep. was kicking ass the two years ago. Yeah. We need to get we need to get Johnny Graves back down there with us. He is He's a Florida man now. What? Yeah, yeah. he uh he works Florida for American man. Tackle Company. Well, nice. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you know Samantha that was at the the tournament two years ago that had the bait um, set yep. up in the, the bride's room. So I think she's coming back this year. Oh, sweet. So she sold somebody a couple baits that they, they ranked pretty good. Yeah. Who that was. She so, went out to her car and got the one that she had because she sold, he'd, he'd used it the first day, did really well and lost it. And so <laughs> she didn't have another one except, her own personal one. She gave it up and he ranked, but I don't remember who it was though. Uh, I think well, it was one of the Ohio guys or something that year. Yeah. She is, she is quite the fisherman. She's also uh, a coon hunter and ranked worldwide. So tells you what kind of girl she is. I mean, she's pretty in. She, yeah. um, she can fish and hunt, you know, she's more talented than most of the people listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Or on it. <laughs> or on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I was about to say something, damn it, and I forget. Oh, no, so uh, how many of us are fishing the event? Brian, you going to fish the event this year? Uh, I cannot You can just let Jay do deny. everything. I mean, Jay, Jay needs to, like, make his keep, so. We want people to come back the following year. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, well, he can't defend himself. That's not right. <laughs> he couldn't defend himself. I, that's he was why here. I stopped there. Uh, that's why I stopped there. Um, what about you, Gary? Do you feel fish the event? I'm still trying to figure that out. I, I'm definitely going to just sign up for it and be registered and everything. But my wife's thirtieth birthday is on that Sunday, so and she doesn't want to come hang out with a bunch of kayak fishermen. <laughs> Dude, bring her down there. She'll have she, a great time. She's made it known that she doesn't want to do that. Well, what kind shit. of woman did you marry, Garrett? Uh, she's the also a couple wives coming. <laughs> yeah. She's also uh, how, long, how far along is she now? You, you should know four. this. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, yeah, five yeah. Months yeah right now, Congrats, so. dude. She's listening to you, isn't that. she? No, she doesn't listen to us. <laughs> she no, no. Shit. She's not in the, in the same room there listening to you. No, she's uh, in the well, the room next door, so she could probably hear me still. 
<laughs> Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Love you. I think I'm going to fish the event. It just depends, Brian. If Brian wanted to fish the event, I'll run all the podcast stuff. Yeah, what I may um, do is just like fish, at least get out there and try to fish one day or something. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what I'll do either way. Um, Because, I don't know. It seems like the Sunday, we, we just kind of like fall apart. And I don't mean fall apart in like a bad way. Like, all of our motivation to do everything else just flies out the window. Because I want to say last year on Sunday, like literally everybody but JP stayed at the house and we were all at the barn all day. And Did JP you, uh, actually went out and fished. Motor issues and have to stay or something, though? That was after that, and thank you yeah. for bringing that up. I'm scared <laughs> to bring my truck this year. Because last year it ended, we got completely packed up and my transmission went out. Yeah, My truck had to live at the barn for a, uh, a week. I blame that on Brian because he put them California folks in my truck. Not my yeah. fault. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, can I borrow your truck? Yeah, man, take my truck. Phone call back. Hey, man, your truck's acting blood. funny. <laughs> it was acting, but it was acting funny before I left, though. It was. In I told her. But uh, yeah, she uh, she blew out the magic smoke. Uh, got her fixed up though. But I am man. I'm scared to death to drive that truck out there now. All them hills. I'm like, oh, my warranty's almost up. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it'll be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. I know everybody's looking forward to it. Um, again, anybody that's not signed up, don't know if you can make it. It's absolutely worth the trip. The cabins are sick. The houseboats are sick. The the venue is awesome. Even if you camp out there, it's nice flat ground. I mean, it's not. We've had guys camp out there before. It's it a should great be pretty town. good weather for oh, it's gonna be great too. weather. Yeah. No more cold fronts. No more yeah. cold fronts. Let's not jinx it, but yeah. No more winds. You know, we had a tragedy last week on the lake. Yeah. It was I actually a kayaker. Yeah. yeah. He he left the island or he was camping at one of the islands and left in the middle of the night and had didn't have his life jacket on. Oh, yeah, it gets it gets it gets windy and rough out there really quick, so you gotta always be prepared. If you needed another yeah, we reminder, had white caps make sure you got we your had, life jackets on. Yeah, we had on. white caps at the marina. I mean, and, you know, oh, not a lot of room at my marina to, you know, for the develop big waves. Yeah. We had some big white caps going on. That's crazy. Well, uh, here's to wishing well, for good weather, and I don't know more fun and I don't know, more memories. I really, man, I, I can't, I'm, this is like my favorite thing that we do every year. Yeah. Um, iCast was great, but the Del Hollow trips, like number Even one, better. E, I mean, way better. Um, it doesn't cost me as much money, which technically <laughs> last year it didn't. <laughs> um, it's not as far. Orlando is a, freaking stretch if you've never driven there orlando is far from everywhere except orlando like even when you get in florida like everything in florida is just a drive it's annoying you never been to texas have you i have <laughs> that texas a is a different ball yeah. game too yeah. but see the great thing about texas is there's six million places to fish in texas so you can just like yeah. bebop your Same way around every florida, florida. 
Well, it don't feel like it when you're in freaking Orlando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like city, nothing, and then east. There's more There's more lakes in Orlando than there are in the whole state of Texas. They're little, but. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's tons of ponds and stuff everywhere. Yeah, canals and. I would say yeah. too many gators, but Texas has those too, so. Yeah, yep. part of it. How do you feel about those gators, Brian? They're fine as long as they stay over there. <laughs> hey, From, you know, I spent keep bringing them north to you. I spent eight them. years in South Carolina, and so we, you know, tube skied, kneeboarded with the gators. So it's kind of scary when you're pulling your kid behind you, and there's a gator crossing, and you're like, "Don't fall down." <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So you gotta watch your dog on the beach, you know. Different kind. Oh, dude, me and Brian got to not witness it, but we heard that. Do you remember that when we were getting in the lake last year? Oh yeah. Dude, we were sitting on the bank getting our stuff ready. I already walked down there. There's like six gators right at the bank. So I of course I go up there and take pictures to Brian to freak him out. We're sitting there getting ready, and like off in the distance, you can hear some little dog just yapping. Yap, 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 yap. And we're just like, whatever. You know, it's way off. And then you hear you hear it like yelp. Like the squeak. See what you did to my dogs. (laughs) You hear it, you hear it yelp. It goes high pitch, silence. And Brian's just like, oh, gator got that one. (laughs) That one's a goner. It wasn't a gator, it was a freaking python. Yeah. Who knows? You know, my dad came to visit one time. We were on the river. I, I was 15 minutes from the Cooper River. And um, when the when the tide's down, it's down in the river as well. And um, the pluff mud is, you know, I mean, it's lots of pluff mud. And the gators, you can't see them when the water's up because they're in the weeds, you know. When the water's down, they're laying up on the bank on the pluff mud. Big old gator. And we, um, we, he, my dad was on the tube and I was pulling him. I said, you see that gator? And he goes, he goes, what, where? And I saw, so I took a turn around again and I swung the tube closer to the shore. Oh my God. He just went crazy. <laughs> so um, th- that was a big alligator. Um, so yeah, you know, you, you get used to it. They don't want anything to do with you. Right. And I never heard of anybody getting, you know, hurt by an alligator when we lived there. Well, the great news is you don't have to worry about any of that on Del Hollow. Nope, not a bit. No gators. No snakes. Um, They do have some toothy critters in the water, but you want to catch those toothy critters because they taste good. Yeah. Um, But no. On the rare occasion, they do have some musky in there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice toothy critters. Yeah. I didn't know that they had musky out there until recently. Well, there's two of them. No, there might be more than that. <laughs> well, there's, <laughs> there's two. <laughs> you don't catch them very often. Yeah, they're super rare. Uh, yeah, there's trout and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a hatchery or something close by. I think. Yeah, I think. the the other side of the dam. Now they don't. I don't think they stock the lake anymore. They use yeah. that facility to kind of stock all the rivers, and yeah. they'll stock you know down below the dam but not so much uh, the lake. But there's big lake trout here. Yeah. I've seen some of the pictures of the lake trout that get pulled out of there. Yeah. So they got a little bit of everything for you. So 
you need to come down. I can't figure out a way to stress it anymore. Brian ran us through all the the cool incentives and everything esports doing for us. You know, the dinner, the prizes, the I mean everything. The tight line's going to be there. You want to check those anchors out if you haven't heard of tight line, look them up. Uh, I know a lot of guys have gotten away from running anchors, uh, but I think it was because of the lack of innovation that is there with uh, traditional anchors and as far as kayaking. Um, it looks really extreme when you take a look at it, but, you know, have no worries about it. That thing has been tested and it's been out to colleges and had real, like real world, you know, uh, tests and stuff written to help fine tune it. Like it's crazy. Him talking to us uh, a couple weeks ago about all the stuff that they've been through developing that anchor. Um, and there's cool new stuff going to be coming from them too. Um, just keep your eyes out on that. I'll have um, that down there. How's so you gotta you you gotta come come by check it out in order to see it. But if you're a river guy, you're gonna want to come see it. Yeah. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. But uh, yeah, man, Brian, Brian or Richard, anything else you want to touch on? Say to anybody that's maybe mm-hmm. on the fence. Well, a couple of things, you know, there's lots of wildlife too. You'll see eagles. I actually filmed a bear swimming across one year. Uh, it's only one in 15 years, but there was a bear swimming across the water. Uh, a bobcat swimming across the water. I filmed that too. John wraps I his bobcat a- every year he's here. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a pig yeah. running down the bank. Um, a wild goats. pig. Uh. <laughs> goats. I don't have my goats anymore. So those that love goats, they. There's some of the some on some of the islands out there. I completely forgot about the goat at the wedding. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) They got two new goats out on the island now. I forget their names. Um, Uh, I don't. I remember in one of the islands I was night fishing close to it, and um, I didn't realize that there was a goat on it, and it like came charging (laughs) out of the woods at me, like while I was close to the bank. (laughs) That by sunset. Uh yeah, by sunset. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize it was there, and I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> that'd be terrifying at night, too." Yeah, yeah. Just to hear First thing I'm like, "Oh, here comes the bear!" Demon <laughs> coming people, out of the woods at me. <laughs> people love them goats. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Why Everyone? go to the Bahamas and swim with pigs when you can come to Del Hollow and play with goats? Yeah. yeah. There was one that had its own Facebook page for a while. I can't remember. Well, they they have <laughs> a while a Facebook now. page. <laughs> they, yeah. they, the ones that are there now. There was one called Butternuts. Yeah, Butternuts. That's the one I'm okay, thinking but, <laughs> Butternuts was over on the other side of the lake. Um, yeah. Closer to Willow Grove. Yeah. And then two showed up um, by sunset called uh, Oreo and Chocolate Chip. Yeah. So And they were there until one of them died. And so they took the other one off. And somebody, we don't know, nobody knows because it's not allowed. Um Two other ones showed up, and they got a Facebook page too, but I can't remember what their names are. Nice. But if you just do a search for on Facebook of Del Hollow Goats, they have a Facebook page. Yeah, I gotta look now. I was fixing to say that's a safer way to search for it. Do not Google Butternuts. Uh, you gotta look for Butternuts. He, <laughs> he was there. a goat. That's what yeah, he just disappeared. Right so <laughs> they had a sheep on the on the on the lake too, but. He hurt somebody pretty bad. He got on their boat and uh, hurt a guy Ooh. pretty bad. So, oh wow, 
How he is it to feel to get your ass kicked by sheep? Yeah. He was he was a big sounds like sheep are more dangerous than gators are. Watch Dude, I'm taking him straight to the water. <laughs> We're wrestling to the death. <laughs> the sheep Lamb chops tonight. Yeah. Yeah. You well, see no. a ton of eagles. Uh there's always eagles out there. I've seen them like swoop down and uh eat or kill like coons or coots or whatever they're called. Those little Coot? black birds. Yeah. Little black oh, yeah. birds. Oh, are you yeah. talking about the loons? No, not loons. No, little, coots. Little coots. coots. Yeah. Coots, yeah. Yeah, yeah the there's eagles, a like, there's actually an eagle cam on the lake. Um, yeah, if you just Google Dollar Eagle Cam. They have fifty thousand followers. So, um, wow. The Marine Association and the, the local uh, internet company Twin Lakes, they put it up a, a few years ago, and um, so um, yeah, it's pretty popular with kids and everything. I mean, right now there's three babies in the nest. Oh wow! And the dad is missing. The one of the eagles missing. Uh, <laughs> he went to go get the milk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he went grocery no, shopping. He didn't come back. So, Brian, how's your goat searching yeah. going? I haven't found one yet. Oh wait, <laughs> this is fabulous. Here. Oh yeah, found it. That so this is all new information to me. I didn't know this was a thing. That's weird. Yeah, you know, everybody was crazy about butternuts and on the other side of the lake. So somebody yeah. thought we should have goats on our side. Um, <laughs> so wars. I found out about them. I called another marina owner and I, and I said, uh, so if you're going to put goats, if there's going to be goats on an island, they need to have a Facebook page and names. He goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, I know you don't know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> they still need a Facebook page and names. Next day, a Facebook page and names. So. Um, anyway, it's pretty cool. We we get a few people that saying it's cruel to, to put goats on an island, and you know, they've got so much food. They they get to live on an island on Del Hollow Lake. You know, they're not going to end up on somebody's <laughs> plate or dog food or anything like that. Right. Um, you know, they get taken care of by locals. Go out in the winter time and feed them and make sure they're okay. But um, all right, I got an idea, Brian. Know. We have to dedicate one day. To all the paddle and fin and hosts going to find these damn goats. I'm in. There, you know, there has you to go be to pictures. Eastport, you go to the Eastport Marina um, YouTube channel, and there's a video I made. I took every my employees out to see the goats one day, nice. and we videotaped it. That, and we took them to a waterfall. How Just far so of a ride is it from the marina? From on the, the marina, in a, in a well, it's 13 miles to sunset, so about 15 miles away. All right, we either need to drive drive out there and throw the axe in, or we need to rent a boat from Richard and go find him. I'm I'm game. I'm good. I'm down. That. Yeah, that'd be a fun trip. You make a video and tell everybody about the goats. Oh, absolutely. And I, I need an updated one. You know that that's that video is shown in the restaurant. It was shown all last year, so nice. you've probably seen it. Huh. I may have. Well, awesome, man. I'm looking forward to it. It's been uh, it's been fun talking about it. It's got me even more hyped up to get back down there than I was before. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. I hope you know all of our new listeners. Maybe if this is your first time hearing about it, I don't know how it'd be your first time hearing about it. But if it is, and you've got time, I'll throw the graphic up on here one more time. You know, the Paddle and Fin Del Hollow Open and partner of the Eastport Marina, April twenty second, twenty third, two day tournament, 
$100 entry fee, 100% plus payback, tons of great sponsors, going to be great giveaways, all sorts of fun, uh, all sorts of shenanigans, man. It's going to be just a good time like always. Good food, cold drinks, food discounts. There's just so much, you know, go, you know, you heard it all. We're going to keep piping it up. Hope to see everybody down there. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Richard, we appreciate you coming on with us. Uh, Brian, thank you for blessing us with your presence. It's been great. You're looking skinny already. How's that diet going? Uh, horrible. Okay. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Save that for another day. <laughs> well, but, I'm going to uh, eat some cupcakes when we get off here. So. I hate of you. I hate you. <laughs> I'm going to go eat a whole bunch of sausage. I hate you more. You got just go sip your coffee. Have your, I will. I will have have your salad. It's got no <laughs> calories. No calories in the coffee. Yeah. Yeah. If, just because there's no calories, if you have a lot of it, it's probably still not that good for you. Hey, man, keeps me going. That's, That's all right. that matters. Well, uh, we're gonna let these two guys get out of here, folks, and then me and Garrett are gonna hit some uh, tourney recap. But fellas, we appreciate it so much. Richard, looking forward to seeing you here in a couple of weeks. Uh, you the same, Brian. Uh, same Garrett, here. I'm sick of seeing your ugly face. But yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, and we'll see y'all next time. Thanks, guys. Right, hey, see ya. Thanks. Bye. Yep. Peace. See ya. See ya. All right. God, I'm looking forward to that event. Yeah, it'll be fun. Dude, it's such a... You you stayed with a bunch of other guys last time. It's so much fun in the house full of us retards, man. <laughs> but uh, we'll jump right into it real quick. Uh, we've got a whopping three tournaments to talk about. First up, uh, the uh, TVKA Easter, event. Easter weekend was busy. <laughs> yeah. I st- I, we said it before the show. I still don't understand why people don't schedule one-day tournaments on Easter weekend. The tournaments are on Saturday. Easter is on Sunday. You can make it happen. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people got family plans or something. Let's take them, too. The lake's a beautiful place. The river is a beautiful place. Unless you're up in Lake Jersey. Okay? So. Yeah. Hey. Don't don't <laughs> let De Palma hear you say that. Sorry, buddy. Well, he's currently uh, in at Hartwell. Lake Hartwell getting ready to take everybody else's money again. Yeah. So. But uh, first one up on the list was the TVKA on Lake Chickamauga, uh, yeah. 26 anglers. First place, Joe Kirk with 54 and a half. So it's three fish limit. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good three fish day. Uh, pretty solid. Todd Yoakum, second place, 49 and a quarter. Third place, Jesse England also with 49 and a quarter. Shout out to Jesse. He's he's one of our Woo-hoo! guys that fishes the CTK. Uh, I think he's uh, close to leading. Oh, I just did our points the other day, but he's close to leading. Angler of the year. Hell yeah. Where are you at? I don't know. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just fucking struggling this year. Uh, he said they caught a ton of fish that uh, at Chick this weekend. Like everybody was just on them, but there wasn't really a whole lot of quality caught. I think in that tournament, I think Big Fish was like 18 and a half or 18 and a quarter. Wow. That's saying something for Chick. On Chick. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, kind of an odd weekend for Chick. Yeah, well, we've had odd weather, so. And and they were fishing from Sail Creek South. They weren't. It wasn't the whole lake. Ah, well, that could be part of it. So now, next up on the list, which is the big big tournament of the uh, weekend, was the Oklahoma Kayak Anglers Eastern Roadrunner event in Spavanaugh, Oklahoma. Ninety-five anglers, five fish limit, 
First place, Dustin Wheeler with 94 and a quarter. Second place, Jason Ray with 91 and a half. And third place, James Haberly with 88. Uh, and last but not least, the Greer's Ferry Lake Northeast Arkansas Kayak Angler event. 32 anglers. First place, Chris Geisler with 79 inches for five fish. So that's a tough day. Second place, Ty Watson with 78 and a quarter. And third place, Tyler Kirkendall with 77 and a half. 79 inches isn't a tough day. 70, yeah. what is it? 75 inches is a very good, solid five fish stringer. That gives you five, oh, five fi- what is it? 15. So, yeah. Yeah. So, 79, 79 inches, inches is, is pretty No, it's not like. I guess it just depends on the. I feel like if you catch 75 plate. inches in a tournament, that's like a very good, like, starting point. Basically. And yeah. obviously is a very good to finish with if it's been a tough day. Yeah. So, that was it for the tournaments that happened uh, last week. The Oklahoma we, one sounded pretty good. The what? The one in Oklahoma you're talking about, the Roadrunner. Yeah, I need to. I wish I knew more about Oklahoma bass fishing. But I've heard it fishes kind of similar to some of the Highland stuff in Tennessee. Well, never mind. I don't need to go there. In some areas, uh, I, I mean, I'm not a Highland Reservoir guy, and I'm trying to undo that. But. but. So, yeah, that's all we had for this one. Uh, next week, we'll have uh, the Lake Hartwell Bassmaster winners on. Uh, hopefully, we'll get, get those guys on, talk about that event. I think that one's going to be a be a pretty – everything's kind of setting up for that one to be a slam fest. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if they'll be breaking 100 inches on Hartwell, but there should be, like, a lot of 95-inch bags or 90-inch bags. We'll see if uh, Russ is going to continue his – Check cashing reign of terror. Oh, I don't uh, doubt it. <laughs> you you doubt it? I don't doubt it. I, you don't, I don't doubt, doubt it. Oh, I was like, yeah. you doubt it, and I was like, oh, no. I think he's gonna. I'd say early bet, uh, top five at minimum. Just because I right now it's just he's carrying momentum. Uh, he's fishing real good. Um, but I got. I think De Palma might. Show yeah, out. I think one thing that's really going to come into play is uh, live scope on this tournament with yeah. the big spotted bass. Uh, yeah, so that's that'll be something to look for. But there, there's definitely going to be guys up in the river and stuff that are going to catch the big yeah. largemouth. I, I think I think Drews do a good finish. Well, I mean he's had a good finish, but I think Drews do a top three. Yeah, top. So top yeah, uh, keep a lookout for him. I think he'll. I think he'll do good. So we'll, we'll have that on next week, but uh, we appreciate everybody sticking with us. If you've made it this long and went a little long, um, talked about Del hollow again, the paddle and fin opens coming up the 22nd and 23rd. We'd love to have you join us out there. Love to meet you. If we haven't met you before, um, we, we treat it. We'll treat you like family. We hang out and just spend time with everybody that comes down there. It's a great time. If you're unsure about it, go back, look at the footage from last year talk to people if you know anybody that's been down there you will not regret it it is such a great trip so looking forward to seeing everybody down there and yeah looking forward to next week and i guess that's it i guess we're out yeah all right anything else garrett Um, i've said all i needed to say (laughs) that's a first no i'm kidding all right folks (laughs) we'll see y'all next time peace
Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.